Hello and welcome to this op- <laughs> Hello and welcome to this effort. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Operation of Hell Podcast. My name's Wes and I'm here with them. Hi, I'm Elle. And on this little here podcast, we talk about all things fan girly, fans, fan dumb, and fan dummy in general. Today, speaking of dummy, we're speaking. We're talking about the Aliens forward slash Predator franchise, not the Aliens versus Predator franchise. That's something else. But we're talking about Ridley Scott's extended little fucked up universe. Or sorry. Yeah, I guess it's really Scott's little fucked up universe. Um, the Aliens franchise. Ooh. The Aliens and the Predators. I, I love you this You love universe. them? It's so cool. Like, this is such a cool thing to me. I Ripley is my... She's... Oh my god, she is bad babe. I love her so much. She Jeez. is really my hero. She's my idol. I love her. She's a badass. Super. Well, speaking of your boss babe, when is the first time you got to observe this marvel of human life? When is the first time you saw her in Aliens? I think I watched it, it in 10th grade. I wa- So I watched the entire series. Um, Whoa. In order. So we watched Alien, Aliens, uh, or then we watched Predator. I don't remember all their names. Alien. Oh, I... The third alien movie, I got you. Alien Reincarnation or whatever. Um, um, it would be Alien. You would know this better than I would off the top of your head, Jesus. Um, I think it's Alien Reincarnation or Alien Reborn or whatever. It's um. No, it's then, just Alien. It's Alien Three, then Alien Resurrection, then Prometheus, alien, then Covenant. Alien Resurrection. Three. Yes. yes. Um. Yeah. Then we watched Predator 2. Then we watched the Alien vs. Predators movies. Um, then it was Covenant. And then Prometheus. I know we watched all of them. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know the whole story, like basically because it's been a minute since i've watched them but i do know the story oh and i've also watched prey which is the movie that came out last year Mm -hmm. so i've seen all of it and i haven't read the comics yet but i do really want to because they do look really cool um they go more into like what it's about and all that kind of stuff it was like it was a really cool experience it's one of my dad's favorite movies so we kind of watched it for him but um honestly i really i liked it it it's one of the only movies i think that have ever really kind of freaked me out like one of the only older movies that have freaked me out i don't usually get like creeped out with older movies i'm more into the visuals rather than like the jump scares and like the I like the suspense. So the suspense in the Alien and the Predator movies are Oh so good. Really good. I love them. 
suspense. Suspense in the Alien movies? Oh yeah. Suspense in the Predator movies? Um... <laughs> no, the Predator movies is really... It's kind of almost like you watch it more for the culture and the to understand the goal of the Predators rather than what you watch the <clears throat> alien I think movies that for. is a really good, really good way to put it like almost like the aliens you're just you are you come to the it is a horror movie while the the predator movies feel more like a survival movie almost right yeah the predator movies and the alien movies do mm. have two different vibes so then when you watch alien versus predator it's kind of weird because those vibes are now combined because you're seeing it from the human's point of view but you're getting the suspense mm. of the alien as well as the survival and the thriller aspect of the predator all in one i mean i'm, I'm gonna be honest i mean you first of all you're the one who made not made me yes no you you, you held a butter knife to my head and said, watch this, no. But you're the first one who really suggested to me that I try this out because I'm a gentle leaf. I don't do horror movies very well. I don't do scary, spooky movies very well. And you were the first one who said, hey, you like Lord of the Rings, a AKA you like fantasy and you like science fiction. Why don't you give the alien movies a try? And I'm like, okay. And it only took me about three years, but I got to it eventually. Um, I've only seen the first two Predator movies of the original duology, and i am only seen the first Alien movie, um, and I'm making my way through the second one because, boy howdy, it's almost two hours long. And for me, for someone who never watches movies, that's very long. But, <laughs> I, I, I just, god fuck, the first time I watched Predator 1, yeah weird it was it was with my friend in my roommate it was one of my, with one of my roommates and one of my friends and on a whim we both decided hey he, like he is sick beyond all belief because he he had pneumonia um and he has asthma so he was coughing and hacking and sputtering so he was home all day and then at the end of the day he's like i'm not going to class tomorrow and then i'm like i should take off class in case i you know i've contracted whatever sickness you have um so then we're just like let's watch predator so we watch we watched um, Predator in Broad Daylight, and it was a strange experience because he had—he was watching it with like fever head space, so he's a lot. He's just like, "Wait, why is the Predator's blood made of slime?" And I'm like, "I'm like to my roommate, that's not slime, that's acid." And he's like, "Oh, whack." And I was watching it, and I was watching it um, unmedicated, <laughs> aka my. Uh, ADHD meds, aka fucking meth. I was watching it unmedicated that day. I'm just like, whoa, there's so much happening. Whoa, so much stimulation. Like, it, it brought me to a place. And <laughs> when we watched Alien for the first time, honestly, a similar reaction. It, it scared the shit out of me in like the best way possible. It scared the absolute shit out of me because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? God, it was so fucked up. It, it really mm -hmm. is like a scary movie, but it's not scary in the way like, oh, this could oh, actually no. happen, because I highly doubt humans are ever going to be able to be like, explore deep space the way mm -hmm. that the crew did. Um, but it's, it's scary because of the suspense and because of the unknown. That, that's what makes it like creepy. Um, 
But the xenomorphs are like fucking weird. Like they're <laughs> fucked they up. Like <laughs> what? Where did those well, come from? Um, according to this increase of information, I just offhandedly have wink, wink. Um, after the visual, the visual screen, um, the visual director, um, David O'Bannon handed, uh, was handed a copy of, um, Geiger, hold up, oh boy, we're not cutting this part out, no, we can't cut this part out of me looking up that man's full name, because I actually forgot to put down his whole name, H.R. Geiger, that's that man's name, Hans, wow, what a name, uh, <laughs> um, after the visual screen director, David O'Bannon was handed a copy of Geiger's book, Necronomicon. Um, Ridley Scott immediately saw the potential for Geiger's designs and chose Nomicon 4, a print Geiger complimented in 1976 on the basis of the alien's design, citing its beauty and sexual overtones. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, not the one I would use to describe I, I have some, I have some notes. qualms. Yeah, I... So, I wouldn't necessarily say there's they have strong sexual overtones i'd say they are like uh they, they're beautiful almost like insectal like species like it's a beautiful species but not in a sexual way it's it's a very gorgeous design i'm not gonna lie like that that could be a bug that could be like a like a bug. Like, if you made it green and shiny and holographic and mm -hmm. shit, it would be really pretty. It'd be mm -hmm. creepy, but it'd be no, pretty. No, that's, that's, that is true. But I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say it's like a sexual thing, though. I, I, th I think he had a, a fetish. <laughs> don't sue me. I think, I don't think it has sexual overtones. And anyone who says it does, I think you might have a fetish. <laughs> I mean, in the right context, anything can um, be hot, I guess. But in the way they're portrayed in the Aliens movies... Mm, <laughs> yeah, I think our friend, our little friend, um, HR guy, um, Geiger, or Jeeger, um, you, you need some help, friend. Um, anyways, I, I would tend to also agree with you, like, it is, I can see where it, where it would be, like, almost construed as beautiful because like divorced from the context of hunting you down and killing you and being eight feet tall like if you just saw something like a piece of like art like that like an art museum i'd be like whoa that's so fucked up and cool looking like if i saw that in like a sculpture museum like the design of the xenomorph i'd be like wow that's so fucked up and cool looking yeah it's like it's a mm. morbid beauty it's not it, it really is a beautiful design but Given the context, it becomes less beautiful when you've actually seen the movies. Um, so, like, I don't know, like, I think the Xenomorph was really, like, one of my favorite parts of the movies. Just, like, seeing it and seeing what it's capable of and then not knowing anything about it. But Ripley is, like, my all-time favorite character. I, she's one of my all-time favorite, like, horror movie heroes i guess she's, she's the only one i know so i tend to agree with you because she's the only one i know aside from ash not ash jesus christ ash um i like let's see i really like when like in the first movie you see the mm -hmm. face hugger for the first time and Ripley's just kind of like, what the no. fuck? Because, mm -hmm. like, I'm pretty... 
I'm pretty sure Ripley's the one who told him like don't touch no, it. No, literally and they were though. Like, Fuck you. And she was like, okay. No, so, no, literally, because like when she, because okay, I watched this I think a little more recently than you did, I think, probably. Anyways, it's like, it's good. Um, but like no, because when when the so the context is like they receive a distress signal, and then they're like. Oh, gotta address the distress signal. So three members of the crew step off the ship in order to, you know, address the distress. But um, tis address the distress signal. Um, they have to go in the hive because they're like, what's in here? What the fuck? That's so fucked up. And then one of the members of the crew decides to poke an egg. Pause for face palming. Pokes a fucking egg, and then he's like, Wah! and then he dies. Well, not dies. At this point, we don't know he is dead, but. The two other members of the crew found him there in a, like, a kind of stasis. And then Ripley, being the beautiful, smart, strong, sexy, muscly woman she is, she's like, no, stay outside the ship. You gotta do the manda like mandatory 24-hour quarantine period. And then they're like, no, what is up? He could die. And I'm sitting there just fucking facepalming. I'm like, what are you doing? No, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Have you learned nothing from the COVID pandemic? Cause this movie's like set in like 2086 or something. Have you learned nothing from the COVID pandemic? Yeah. So obviously they lived in the they lived in the COVID pandemic. So like they know what COVID is. So it's like Ripley's like no, don't come in here. Like what if you bring something in here? And then they're like fuck you, Ripley. What if we die? And she's like oh well, then at least none of the other ones die, and we still have at least half the crew to perform what we need to do like no hello joke. i mean it's also very much like they, they they see this thing latched onto this dude's face at this point and his and his like spacesuit like glasses broken do you think he's alive like let's use a little common sense here if you're on a hmm foreign planet with very little oxygen and the and the air made of literal like nitric acid i think the air was and this man's mask is broken and something is literally hugging his face do you think he's alive well, and, like, mm -hmm. Ripley is such a badass. Like, she single-handedly beat the alien. She beat Literally. the xenomorph by herself. Literally. She didn't need no one. She was like, y'all, come on. And, like, everyone, like, just fucking died. And she was like, this is all your fault. I told you, you should have done the quarantine period. And the only other one who survived was the cat. And that's because Ripley <laughs> liked the cat the most. I mean, what frustrated me, like... I'm happy the cat survived, but also that cat is a little shit. I mean, like, like really, cat, shit, a little shit affectionate. But like, goddamn, that cat, that cat created so much tension for me alone. Cause I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Like, this is a real like cat forward slash dog moment where you're just like, hmm, you're about to die. Get over here, and they're like, haha, playtime. I have, I feel like you've never really nope. watched a whole lot of horror movies, so you don't actually understand like the cat is a no, little shit trope and i mean if you've seen like if you've seen pet cemetery you definitely know cat is a little shit um but i don't know it, it, it's really a horror movie trope that the cat is just it it's not it it's not can like convenient for anybody but it's there mainly for comedic relief and to mess everything up and i'm not saying the cat messes everything up but the cat does not mess everything up because the scene that again the scene that is the center is when um th at this point they identify there is a a life form of a foreign life form aboard and then they have to put down a tracker on it so they can track it through the tunnels right 
because at this point they don't know it's a xenomorph. Um, well, when they try to, um, you know, use a little prod to install a microchip or whatever, the cat, they, they accidentally prod the cat thinking it's the xenomorph in, in the sense of like, the cat was hiding in a locker and they like, the xenomorph's right here. And I mean, the cat's like, under understandably, the cat's afraid. There's this giant 10 foot tall alien trying to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Like the cat's mm -hmm. afraid, the cat's gonna hide. I guess, but I mean, it was an accident though. Like but, I understand, like, I can't bl even blame the cat because it was an accident. They didn't mean to like prod the cat. They didn't mean to like scare it out of hiding. <laughs> She's goddamn. This cat has no sense of self-preservation. <laughs> I mean, maybe it does. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a very, like, pet moment of, like, haha, my life's in danger. Time to play. God, like, that scene where Ridley's about to do the self-destruct sequence, like, near the end of the movie, oh Ridley's God. about to do the self-destruct sequence and get off I the escape pod. Yeah, because that was her, like, that was her priority. And she's was, looking I'm for not the gonna fucking be the only cat. One in this fucking ship. I'm taking the cat with me. And she, like, she, like, it's, like, ten seconds and she finds the cat and gets back to, because I was gonna <laughs> oh. cry if the cat died. I was like, no, save the cat, save the cat. And then her and the cat become best friends and it's really cute and I love it so much. I love it so much. I like it too, the cat, the cat is very good. <laughs> Hold up, I'm gonna send you an image really quick and I just wanted you to, to get it. Do you remember the scene where that one guy was like, where the like, the one guy was like starting to choke out Ridley and yeah. she's like, what are you doing? Well, like, I, and then he turned out to be an android. I mean, what the okay can you think what the fuck what like that came out of him because my friend saw like when he like started like exploding and he was just a talking head we're like i think is that it was milk? supposed to be like, like do androids have milk like, in your body like some kind of like fuel that keeps the android going i i don't like i know what you're talking about i don't actually know what it was but i think they needed some sort of like blood-like visual because remember they didn't have the kind of technology that they do now to create this like android thing and like the closest you could probably get was like was like Johnny Five and Short Circuit. Um I don't know. Do you do you remember anything that happened in the Predator movies? Because I remember the alien movies very well, but the Predator movies were just like a whole nother deal. Like, they're good, but oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like I remember it, but it's like a fever dream. Oh baby. Fucking wild! Like, I remember, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. Um, God, it's just—it's fucking wild. But like, was that was the first one, right? That they went into the mm -hmm. island. Okay, I haven't watched it in years. Um. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, I only I, know, like... I can try summarizing it best I can. Because it's been less than two months alive. since I've seen it. I remember, get to the chopper! And I remember... And I remember him, like, covering himself in mud because its heat detectors somehow couldn't get detect him through the mud. Which... Through mud? He smeared on his... It, it makes sense, but it doesn't Every moment of that movie, like, every, the every 20 minutes in the movie, somebody had like, less clothes than they like, started with. It wouldn't heat up, like, fast, but it would still heat up. So unless you were, like, submerged into the mud, the thing not being able to detect you wouldn't make much sense. 
And even then, your body heat is still going to have a signature within the mud because the mud isn't going to completely cool you down to the point where it's not going to be able to detect you. And I mean, like, if I'm wrong, like, correct me, but I'm pretty sure this is how science works. I... Mm -hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, okay. So, I mean, let me try to summarize this. Okay, so, um, I mean, it's set during the Vietnam War. Oh, wait, hold up. It, no, sorry. It, it includes a Vietnam War vessel. Um, a Vietnam War veteran. Um, Alan Dutch Schaefer. I remember this because, um, primarily because I'm like, how did the word, how did his nickname become Dutch when his name is Alan Schaefer? Whatever. Um, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he has to, like, go to... He's, like, sent to the secret CIA headquarters somewhere in South America. Unspecified location in South America. And him and his rescue team are assigned by um, a former war buddy of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what I'll be acknowledging him as now. Um, he's like, hey, bestie, um, we have a rescue mission for you and your team. And his team and him are like, okay. And then... Uh, on the way to the location, they're, they're it, like... It really uh, is like a fever dream. Jesus. Like, I watched you're it. right. Maybe I was completely I can't remember this sober. Movie. I wasn't like... sick. Um, and just because just go... I watched it years ago. Like, yeah. I, pro I probably couldn't have summed it up to you the, like, the day after I watched it. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, it's, re it's really weirdly paced. It's... It's just a lot. Like, there's just really slow moments that don't need to be included. And then, like, the action moments are really fast. Mm -hmm. So then it's like... You don't really remember what went on. But to mm -hmm. put it to put it simply... Mm -hmm. This team went to South America because something was going on. Something weird was happening. And they were sent to investigate, essentially. And so then... Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger was like... Um... You know... Maybe we should leave because this is getting really weird. And then, you know, the predator starts killing everyone. And if you don't know what the predator is, it's an alien species which which travels through space and throughout the galaxy and is linked back all the way to the Jurassic period. Because if you see if you've seen inside its ship, basically what it does is it comes to Earth every few hundred years to kill whatever new species is there take its skull and spine as a trophy it, it is a literal hunting for sport alien type deal so then it kills everyone on the island but then somehow Arnold Schwarzenegger figures out that they have these yeah, temper temperature things so in their helmet hot. that detects where everyone is and that's how they've been tracking people down and then he's like, why don't I cover myself in this mud? Even though, like, that wouldn't actually make sense because your body's temperature, temperature would still be able to be detected in mud, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, whatever. And then he beats the alien, and then he leaves. Shirtless. Mm-hmm. Shirtless. No, no, no. He, be he beats the alien... 
<laughs> after the alien takes off his mask, I remember this, takes off his mask being like, wow, you're kind of a baddie. You're worthy of my oh, time. So the alien takes off his line, mask. What was it? And then he says the iconic Austin line, the or whatever, you're one ugly he, like, motherfucker. Like, burst through the fucking, um, <laughs> like, shack and started shooting up the place. And everyone's like, what the fuck? It's, there's a lot of iconic lines in Alien that we say, or not Alien, in Predator that we say every day that I don't think we recognize as being from Predator. Like, everyone just says, get to the chopper, and mm-hmm. hasta la vista, and, mm-hmm. like, all that kind of stuff. It's like when mm-hmm. people quote Pulp Fiction, but they've never seen Pulp Fiction. Get to the chopper. Me. But no, for me, the most iconic moment of the movie was, like, like you said, when he kills the alien, but then, well, not kills it, but captures the alien, <laughs> and then the alien's like, well, time to explode, and then the alien sets a self-destruct timer, and it explodes, <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger looks like, well, time to outrun this, and he outruns it, and there was one Our other person that survived. was to be the hot um, chick who was it, in it love was with Arnold, a, I'm pretty sure. I don't know that, what her role was. That was, her was a typical Anna. thing in sci-fi Again, I, I 80s movies, was, there was that one hot chick. But then, like, I trust your opinion on this. I feel like mm-hmm. I remember more I of Predator Two than I remember I of Predator One. Like, could not tell you who she was and what she did. But even then, it was just like on crack. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Oh my god. Okay. Pre- Predator Two literally. Predator Two was literally so. No, when you say on crack, like the first scene of the movie is like, ooh, it's mm, kind of yucky, kind of racist. Not kind of, it is racist. They well, literally have like, oh my god, a, like a Latino he was man like a inhaling fucking cocaine, and then he's and, like, time to shoot up I the mean, place. Like, yeah, it was racist. It was Predator racist. Was fucking and wild. It, I mean, like, a lot of movies I've watched have a lot I of racist so. things in there from the '80s, and I have to sit here and remind myself that we aren't, we can't completely hold them to the mm. same standard because there's no way they can go back and change that and there's not really much of a way we can cancel them because it was in a completely different time period where that was seen as funny and okay and it's not okay mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. but also no intention to cancel them it's just it's more so like Okay, so they assumably had a test audience because this is a like because the first movie was a huge budget like a big budget success, and so for the second Predator movies, it would make sense that they would have a test audience. When they sat the test audience down, they saw but nothing, remember, nothing wrong with that, like nothing that 19, says hmm, maybe re-edit the scene. So I don't no know, maybe reshoot the scene. Nobody it. in that audience was like, yeah, like, something here is not quite right, buddy. It's so bad. It's so bad, and I'm like, God. <laughs> <laughs> God, what? <laughs> Not even just that. Like, and then, like, it slowly, like, it goes from, like, a, a weird, again, kind of, like, whatever, propaganda film, blah, 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 blah. Like, how you feel about that is how you feel about that. But, like, it slowly evolves from a propaganda film to, like, yeah. a, a, a... To, like, now he's fighting on a fucking spaceship against the Predator. Underground. Like, thousands of feet underground. There's... And then... He, the main and then the main protagonist. Just what the fuck was that movie? Predator Two. 
like like the crack that one I man was like, the man was throwing at the beginning of that movie, movie. that's All what i felt like watching that the, the main character was a black man who was a cop which okay Neither do I. that was that seemed really typical for that time was the main character being a black man who was also a cop in the big city Mm-hmm. Again, feel like there's nothing wrong with making the black man a cop mm -hmm. Again, and feel, being the main character. Yeah, feel how you but feel they about all that, seem like... to be the same character, so then it's kind of like, just uh, ew. At least give him some dimension. I mean, <laughs> please. I mean, because for me, it, it's it was always like, mm -hmm. for me, it was always like. I don't know, like, this one good cop versus the, the entire, like, police system of L.A. Oh God, like, so yes. And, like, Ewan, I'm not even going to try to justify I remember, it. I that movie was fucking remember weird. this one scene, and I think it's because I was in 10th grade, and I was so uncomfortable. With the, like, the guy, I don't know if this, I'm pretty sure this is part of the very beginning. Mm -hmm. The guy is, like, there's a girl riding him, and she's, like, screaming. Like, not even, like, moaning, like, full-on screaming. And I'm like, that's completely unrealistic. Yes, 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 yes. No, no, it was because, um... No, but, like, before, was like, while it was... It was um, an absurdly long the predator came in scene, and by the way. The guy like, it might have lasted, like, a 45 seconds, but it was absurdly long. It was three Draw minutes?! Down. God. No, it was three minutes. <laughs> well, not of just pure, no, not of just like, pure sex, the, but of like, the of like nudity. What, I, yes, what I'm talking about is when it's like closing up on, the, like it's closing in on the window. Yeah, something along that And you just see the girl like riding this guy, and she's. It's not like the part where the guy's getting shot or dying or anything. She's like just having mm -hmm. sex with him. And like full on screaming, and it's not like it doesn't sound like a pleasant kind of scream. It sounds like she's hurting. So then it it's completely unrealistic. I don't know why anyone would find that attractive. It made me extremely uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. God, I don't even want to get into it. It's just so bad. It's so bad. I don't know why that was included. I guess because back then the audience was um, straight men. But like, why? was that included <laughs> holy sh she is screaming sorry watching the scene right now yeah huh she was just screaming and then a game comes but, in like, shoots the whole up the thing place. with predator with the predator movies huh. is they're almost like the same story what the fuck the only one that i really like i really really liked prey i'm not gonna spoil it but it mm -hmm. was paced a lot better um don't but, you spoil a and, thing and for me. Even a I'm going to get there. This is like well-known knowledge that this was the first hunt mm -hmm. with humans. And it was the first hunt that a human won. So the whole thing is basically like mm -hmm. the whole all of Predator movies are basically mm -hmm. Predator, human, got a fight. Human ends up being worth Predator's time. Predator is now after that particular human in order to win human wins um the second movie the guy mm -hmm. got a trophy he got like a it was like a pirate's fucking flintlock pistol or whatever and that was his trophy for winning 
Prey. I'm not gonna get mm-hmm. into it, but the girl also got a trophy. Um, and like, I don't even remember if in the first Predator, if Dutch got a trophy. I don't think he did. Off the top of my head, I don't remember him getting a trophy. All I remember is that he beat the Predator. Like, he killed it, so he didn't get a trophy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, because Dutch didn't actually win because the Predator killed itself. So, yeah. Wow. Um, that's, I feel sorry. like that's all we really have to say on these movies. Wild. We really like Got them. Him. I can't get into any of the other movies because Wes hasn't watched them. I've seen all of them. Yeah. If, yeah. No. No. We'll, don't worry. We'll probably do a follow-up episode. Um, yeah, we'll definitely I've do it, like a follow-up episode when I, I like finally get my I think get myself good. together and real great. we can watch it. Nothing can contest to Evil Dead for me, though. I love those mm-hmm. movies. They're so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We I'm talked about aliens. Off, I love you. But follow us on wherever. Ah, let me do the outro this time. Well, let me do the outro. Yep. Subscribe. Um, follow us on whatever. Subscribe to uh, us on whatever podcast. Whatever okay, you listen fine. to your podcasts on. Uh, follow us on oh Instagram and TikTok. And um, if you would like to submit any ideas for the podcast you can submit that at operation of fangirl podcast at gmail.com thank you for listening yeah okay bye